Jones and Gamble, and he floats it out in front of the beast. He gets another one as Miller has to go. Yes, he's in as well. They're starting to rattle home. Oh, just the way they go. Hastings kicking the back, looking for Gamble, and he's got another fall. Welcome back, everybody, to another blockbuster episode of Tuesday Nights Live, a show that's completely unedited, uncut, raw, a show where you maniacs tuning in right now, you know who you are, are a part of the show to give us your thoughts, your opinions, your rants. Ben, thank you very much. Good evening to you, pal. Um, Boys, how are we doing? Bloody fantastic, mate. I'm not going to lie. I'm full of pizza. Had bloody some homemade pizza for tea. How good is homemade Ooh, pizza? Homemade like? pizza. Good is I'll homemade take that pizza. over Domino's every day of the week, every night yeah, of the week. Same. Nah, I'm good, man. I'm good. That's good to hear. How are we doing, Sean? Mate, I'm all right. I, I, I can't complain. I'm, I'm doing all right. No doing all right. Simple answer. No, no homemade pizza for me tonight. Um, I haven't had dinner yet, actually. I'll, I'll have something after this. Jeez, running on empty, yeah. eh? Running on it. Run, it's running on foghorn, actually. So who knows? Who knows oh, where yeah. this will go? Good diet, mate. It's the all you need, isn't it? A good foghorn, hey? Uh, yeah. But no, thank you all the listeners for tuning in. Now, we did want to take this time. Um, everyone, obviously, d- absolutely devastating news. Um, 11.30 on Sunday, a horrific bus crash. Um 10, 10 dead, 25 injured, absolutely horrific. Um, big shout out to all the first responders, emergency services. Um, boys, just absolutely devastating, devastating. Um, mm. you know, to leave a wedding and yeah, yeah, mate. I'm, I'm, I'm in Aberglassen, which is about, um, I'd call it 10, 10 minutes from, from, um, Greta and mate, the the community here is just absolutely real. Like it's it's hit this community so hard, and even Storky would be feeling it there where where he is. Um, mate, it it is it's absolutely rocked the region, and our love and thoughts and prayers and everything go out to the families involved, uh, the first responders, every everyone involved. It's it's one of the biggest things to happen to the area, and mate, every, everyone everyone is. He's absolutely feeling it at the moment. Yeah. Yeah, I can't add much more than Sean. Just, yeah, thoughts and prayers to those involved. You know, terrible, um, the, terrible. The, the Sydney Swans have come out and said that they're going to wear black armbands in, in respect because of the people involved in the sing, Singleton um, AFL club there. Um, and I, I hope the Knights do the same on, on Saturday. I hope the Knights are wearing black armbands and I hope we get a, a one-minute silence before the game. You know this. This community is what makes this team, and mate, the, yeah, the, surely, the team really need surely, to mate, they'd pay least, respects. Yeah, the very least they could do. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Thought we'd just take the time to, um, yeah. Yeah, and I just want to throw it out there. If, if any of our viewers, you know, have family or friends involved, and you need someone to reach out to, our inboxes are always open. If you if you want to have a chat, mate. Send us a message. On call all the time for you guys, 100%. Yep. So, um, well, look, guys, moving along. Um, the game info, here we go, guys. Round 16 sees the Knights taking on the Roosters, returning back to McDonald Jones Stadium to take on a Sydney Rooster team that is, let's put it bluntly, underperforming, um, out of form, 
Um, you know, again, it's going to be kicking off at three o'clock Saturday afternoon. So are we in for a good weekend down there, boys? Good afternoon. Mate, I haven't looked at the weather yet. Yeah, they've are, to be honest. I'll have, so, I'll have a quick bow peep now. I'll let you let you know because we'll be doing street talk um, before yes. the, before the game. Which, we need our obviously, mate. Just having a look at the weather forecast now. She's she's Saturday. Uh, Saturday. She's sunny. Saturday. Sunny Saturday. Sunny um, Saturday. Perfect. Sunny Saturday. Perfect. It's going to be a good. Good, good, good day. Well, let's hope there. it's a game that just makes Dom Young go, what the fuck did I do? <laughs> let's hope we see some backflips, but no. Mm. Um, the Knights be- are aiming for win number 400. Yeah, season. I saw that. Mm, saw that. Yeah. Let's hope we can get that 4-0-0. So hopefully yeah. it, would be, it would be nice to notch up win number 400 at home. But like I was just saying, um, Street Talk, our first knighted Street Talk, is is coming up so you can catch us kick off three o'clock so we'll be out the front probably around two i'm guessing yeah, we'll yep. yep i'm gonna bring up bring up this photo here anyone that knows that area, oh, i don't know why google maps is why they take a bloody satellite image when there was a soccer field anyway um but yeah you'll find us pretty much next to that coffee shop ducks coffee there out out the front we'll be there come have a chat have a bit of fun yeah or relaxed or relaxed Nothing too serious. Be a celebrity, yeah. mate. Get your get your mug on front of the camera. <laughs> exactly. Work wonders for me. It could work wonders for you too. Yeah. Um, yeah, boys. Well, um, why don't we take a look at this week's team list? All right, guys, here we go. The Knights, uh, Kalen Ponga at captain at the back. No uh, you know, no surprise there. Dominic Young, Dane Gay Guy, Bramon Best, Anari Tuala. I'm sure there's plenty of people going to be talking about Anari Tuala yeah. come in for the uh, omitted um, Greg Marzu. Uh, Tyson Gamble and Jackson Hastings back in the halves. Daniel Saifidi, Phoenix Crossland, Leo Thompson at front. Dylan Lucas in for uh, Tyson Frizzell, who's away in Origin Juicy. Um, Lachlan Fitzgibbon has recovered from that calf injury. He has come back into the second row with Adam Elliott making his what fifth consecutive start for the Knights now in the lock position. Kurt Mann keeping his 14 jersey. Uh, no Lockie Miller again. Comment away on that one. Jacob Saifidi, Jack Hetherington, and Matt Crocker riding, riding out the bench. Uh, for the Roosters, Joseph Manu sliding back into the fullback position. Um, for James Tedesco, who is on origin captaincy duties with Daniel Tupo, Corey Allen, Billy Smith, and uh, Junior Paulgar, sorry, uh, running at the back line, Luke Carey, Sando Smith in the halves with Jared Warrior Hargreaves, Jack Turpin, Jake Turpin, sorry, Nat Butcher at the front, Egan Butcher, and Satili Tupano in the second row with Noff of White in lock. With the bench being Drew Hutchinson, Nathan Brown, not the old coach, uh, Tyrrell May, and Angus Crichton. All right, guys, let's talk the absolute obvious, the glaringly obvious one, our boy Greg Marzu. Not in I, there and not by yeah. injury. That's why yeah, express look, back in the I'm, station. It's good to see uh, Peter Parr and AOB handing out these punishments. I, I saw you post earlier or, or, or saw you comment earlier, Link, that, you know, Tuala copped the same thing last year. He did, uh, mate. Him and Bradman back in August, August last year. Yes. Yeah. So look, hats off to to Peter Parr for sticking to his guns, and I'm I'm pretty sure it would have been the bus from um from the hotel. I'm guessing back to 
Mate, eerily yeah, similar. Four. Believe it or not, the same thing. What Anari and Best did, it was the bus, the early morning, Sunday morning bus back to Brisbane Airport. Same yeah. thing. So it must be... I'm going to go on record. I don't like it. I know, you give, you know you're trying to prove a point, and I get it, but isn't there some other way, like find the bloke or something? Because... Yes, you know, but you're hurting all of us. You're hurting our chances in the game. You're hurting the fans. It's like when you take your tablet off your kids. Like, yeah, you're teaching them a lesson, but you're kind of hurting yourself at the same time. Like, can we not just find the bloke? Is there no other way to, like, punish him rather than affecting our side? Like, well, I'm going to win football games. You know I'm going mean? to read you a quote from Adam O'Brien um, when he talked about the Anari Tuala and Bradman Best, similar instances last year. If you're not getting the smaller things right, you're no yeah. hope of getting the bigger picture stuff right. And I have to agree. Um, I agree. I, I kind of understand where you're coming from, Storky, with yeah, hitting him in, in the hip pocket. pocket. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I don't it's... think you learn, though, from the hip pocket. Like, they don't oh. care. They don't care about fines when they get suspended and that. You've seen they'll take a suspension over a fine or a fine over a suspension. Sorry. Like they, they, they don't, they don't, they don't care, but mate, yeah, you, but you arguably some them. players won't care either about, Oh, I just got the week off. We'll be back next week. Oh, do they get fined as well? Like, is he been fined as well? Or just, he's just missed the game. He wasn't up for. Oh, who, who, who knows like, Not that I'm aware the exact ins and out, but it would, it would, there would be bigger repercussions. Like you miss out from this game. And he's also not a, not a shoe in for the next one either. So it would be like, okay, well, I've sat you out for this game. You have to show me you're worth getting that spot back off Tuala next week. Yeah, so, it's just been Tuala, one of our best. Tuala, you know, Tuala comes out and runs 300 metres and scores five tries. and That's the best game he's ever had in his whole life. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so... Um, Look, Tuala's yes. a finisher. That's all he's got to do. He's, he's, he's just got to finish it. We're, we're going to miss Nazu's um, oh, metres. Yeah. Mate, but, averaging... Oh, this is absolutely... Blew my mind. Greg Mazu averaging... 198 run meters a game. That's sensational. Mm. I know Brian Toto's a, a bee's dick over 200, so he ain't far from Brian Toto. Admittedly, Brian Toto's been doing a lot longer, but mate, seriously, um, we are going to miss that. Anari's got a oh, big job in his hands because he isn't known to be that big meter eating no. winger. He's a finisher, but we're going to need every bit of that, mate. If we're going to have stick to the same game plan that we did against the Broncos, um, yeah, he'd be, he better be taking up those big runs, mate, and giving our big boys a rest at the middle. Yeah, and, and that uh, that's that left side. Like, I hope that uh, Fitzy's going to be well. Like, I hope I hope he is good enough to be playing this game, because otherwise, you got Tuala, Bess, uh, Fitz, and Gamble. You take Fitz out of there, you know that's that could be a very 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 weak side. So I, I hope. Oh, Lockie's saying just just chuck in Jack Jones, <laughs> yeah. mate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I hope I hope Fitzy's playing. For How do you think Hetherington? Like obviously Hetherington's been picked again. You know there isn't much. There isn't many options for him to be dropped. Like I know there's. Um, I had a look at the players that were playing down. You know in the New South Wales Cup, whatever whatever they call that these days. Um, Callum Burgess and Cooper Jenkins, like. I think Callum Burgess is only like 97 kg. So, you know, 97 kg front rower, that's, you know, he's not much bigger than Jack Johns. So, like, mm. yeah. But, yeah, so I can't see those guys getting caught up anytime soon. So there's really no risk of Hedrington losing his spot, which is a bit of a worry. Well, like, well, this makes – Lachlan makes a good point here. Lockie Drummond, thanks for joining us again, pal. Hopefully, Marzu being uh, – not being there for some yeah. of our forwards who have been coasting off his hard work on the hit-ups to stand Absolutely. up. Yes. So – more than ever, when you're missing, you know, an absolute meter eater who's, you know, as I said, averaging 198 meters a game, 
you take him out of the equation, um, yeah, you're going to be relying on your your forwards. So, well, that's that's a glass half full, lucky. I like that, mate. That's good. Yeah, good stuff. So, no, I, I completely and utterly agree. Uh, none of this. What did I say last week? Thirty-one minutes, three, three hit ups, three runs, like yeah, something like that. So, yeah, we're going to need to see a lot more, aren't we? Yeah. Um, yep. Now the other one, guys, Locking Miller. Still no Lockie Miller. Now, um, we pretty much went on this time last week and said, look, it was pretty much a game day strategy given how uh, the Broncos are playing to, to have someone like Kurt Mann in the mix. Um, we probably didn't see what – I'm assuming what happened with Tyson Brazil. Maybe you thrown the interchange and probably the whole game plan about how we're going to use Mann and maybe Crossland. Um, but are we expecting to see Crossland playing 80 minutes this game like he has been? I think or- so. You think he's going to be playing eighty? We're going to maybe shift, um, maybe shift Adam Elliott again. Adam has still yet to play a full eighty-minute game. I think he's averaging maybe 35, 40 minutes, something like that. So, yeah, is that what we're expecting? Maybe, uh, maybe just trying to get a little bit of game fitness in Adam Elliott. I, I, I think um, Crossland needs to be playing eighty minutes mm. so that Kurt Mann can come on, and you know, Kurt, say Kurt Mann will come go into lock and that might even push Elliot out into second row or something to give mm. Lucas a bit of a break or yeah, I, I really expect Phoenix to be playing 80 minutes. There's other positions bit. we can use that utility more than in the half, like, you know, in a hooker. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. I got no, I got absolutely no objections with Cross and playing 80. I thought he, he did pretty darn well against, you know, Broncos outfit, which are playing far better um, up there at Suncorp. So that's a pretty, pretty darn good test. So um, had the eight missed tackles. So it, it, it wouldn't be too, I know no, not all missed tackles are created the same. It's, it's a little bit, um, it can't go strictly off that, but um, somebody will want to tidy up, but uh, yeah. Yeah. And um, Lockie Miller. So is this, um, is this another game plan thing or is this, I got I the just, vibe I wouldn't have. I, I got the vibe we wouldn't have seen him back anyway. I don't know. Really? Why. Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's just very interesting. Have, we named him. We named him the first week, and now we just don't see him at all. Like, I would have liked to see him on the wing instead of Tuala. Oh, That's 100%. a good point. Good yeah, point. Why did we yeah. not know that? I think, I think that would have been. I think that would have been interesting. That would have been um, yeah. good chance to get him back into the first grade side and see how he goes on the wing. Well, I think every, everyone's talking about you know. Will Miller replace Young next year, or what? Are, what are we going to do with Miller next year, mate? Throw him mm. on, throwing on the on the wing this yeah. weekend. At least he said first. Got, like I know, obviously, you know, the Express has played on the wing before. You know, also is Miller for Cronulla, but you know, this is what Twala's first game in first grade this year. At least no, Miller has round some of one, first round one, round one. Um, yeah, when uh, mysteriously, remember when Greg Marzu, no one knew what the hell was wrong ah, with the bloke. And that's we just, right. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're putting out of a uh, missing persons report. Yeah, his out face of Greg turning up on milk cartons. Yeah, I remember yeah, that. yeah. So that uh, apart from that first Warriors game, we haven't seen Anari Tuala um, play first grade. So yeah. um, and you'd think yeah. Miller has you know has more of that fitness, you know, first grade fitness, you know, under his wings. So yeah, surprising. I would have liked to have seen that too, Sean. Uh, mm-hmm. Lockie Drummond, he's playing six in New South Wales Cup. So yeah. Um, how's his kicking going? Comment away if you know his conversion rate. Someone will know. Yeah, it's doing well. Um, um, well, I didn't see. It's all, he's almost worth just carrying on the wing just to kick the goddamn ball if we needed to. If he's kicking that well, it's getting to the point where you're like, mate, just do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, seriously. But um, all right, guys. Well, um, historically well, looking, I, I can't believe this statistic, right? Let me lay this on you. 46 games the Knights and the Roosters have played. We've only mm. won 14. So they're yeah. 32. Incredible. Yeah, um, and only won one of our last six games against them. 
which mm. is not a great statistic. So, yeah, um, yeah, I've 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 got a couple here as well, and yeah, they, they don't paint us in fantastic light. The Roosters have won eleven of the past thirteen games against the Knights. So let's let's compare the two this season, hey? Roosters are 12th, Knights 13. Both of us have had two buys. Roosters have won six, we've won five. Roosters 210 points for Knights 279. We've scored 69 more points than them. Roosters 300 points against Knights 309, conceding nine extra points. Uh, Roosters point differential of minus 90 to our minus 30. Uh, the Roosters are one and five from their last six away games. We're four from five of our last at home. Mm. Um, the Roosters' average of 16.15 points per game is the lowest in the NRL. So that's, oh, really? that's something that... Uh, well, I know. I've got, I've got in my notes. They've been held to 12 points or less in five of their last nine games and been conceding at an average of yeah, about 24 points a game. Yeah. yeah, they're coming off that loss against the Roosters. I'm not the Roosters, sorry, the other Roosters coming off that loss against the Panthers, <laughs> 30 to 6. A little bit of uh, trivia for you guys. Common way, if you did know this, do you know why they are called the Sydney Roosters? Because they're cocks. Because they're a bunch of cocks. <laughs> yeah. no, do you know, know? Do you know the second reason that they're called the Roosters? Well, they were called Eastern Suburbs for a while, remember? And then they just dropped the Eastern Suburbs and went to Sydney. It's because the sun rises from the east, and what do Roosters do, mate? Yeah, right. There you go. There you go, mate. That's why they're called the Sydney Roosters. You can, there's a little bit of bar trivia for you guys. So I had my mind blown when I found out we were the Knights, you know, the Steel City. You know, that's why one of the reasons we were named the Knights. Like it's so obvious, but I had that epiphany moment where I was like, We think it's like the the Newcastle. That's that's what I always thought it was. Yeah. I guess that's that uh, that helps it as well. But yeah. Yeah. There you go. Uh, Lockie Tipper, what's he said? Because they have small cocks and a huge salary cap to make up for it. Yeah. So anyway, mm. um, yeah. boys, where do we think we're going to win or lose this game? What do we have to do well, and what do what's the danger signs from them? You know, again, underperforming side. We don't want to go into this full of piss and wind and thinking we're just going to wipe the floor with the Roosters. They've got a very very good team. We'll have very, a very that's a huge team. mistake. Huge mistake. Exactly. They're going to have a few players out because, you know, Origin. Their halves this year have been a bit, you know, topsy-turvy. But um, Luke Carey, this is an interesting stat. Luke Carey's um, scored eight tries in the last 10 games against the Knights. And obviously, mm. we know one of them, he was out of it after about five minutes, which we'll touch on later. But, um, yeah, I just thought that was an interesting stat. He's a good player. So, um, I'm not... I've, yeah, I know Walker's out with Walker's injured, so I'm not sure if or when he's coming back because he was dropped before he got injured. So their halves have been like up and down this season as well, which probably attributes to their season mm, being yeah. the way it has. So yeah. if we're ever going to get them, it's going to be now with the Origin players out and the season they're having. So mm. yeah. yeah, I'm feeling confident. I, we, we need to we need to win the. I know this is this is football 101, but we need to win the battle in the middle. They've got mm. some big boppers. We need to tire them out before they tire us out. If they yeah. tire us out to the point of last week against the Broncos, we're going to have that fall away again in the in the last twenty minutes. Yeah. So we need we need to win that battle through the middle. Our edges, our edges. Um, I, I think it's underrated this year. Dane Gagai and Bradman Best have seventeen try assists between them. Damn, so that's nice. That is that is really nice. So our centers, our centers are firing. So mm. I feel if if we can tire them. And then just spread it wide. Good early ball. Gags, gags, and best mm. do what they've been doing, mate. I think I think we're dangerous. See, they got it's, really it's... firepower. And did you like interesting stat? Um, uh, they're in the bottom four for twenty three for line breaks. 
But guess who's down there with them in the bottom four? Us. <laughs> so, but that's uncharacteristic um, for our Roosters team. So, mm. you know, is Come it going to be more there's, of a defensive there's a little, game? There's a little part of you that's loving that, though, right? Oh, man, it's a big part of me that's loving that. Spending all that, that money and what's it got you, Nick, your dog? <laughs> yeah. The big question is, will we see more than three runs from Heverington in 35 minutes or whatever he played last week? Let me know if someone's going to lock it in, mate. Is someone going to lock in Jack Hetherington five runs? I don't think that's something, something you will see from us all year. Is him involved in a lock it in? Apart I put, from I put the challenge out to the five listeners. runs or something. I'm putting out the challenge to the listeners. Uh, if you're willing to to put your name against it, comment away. We'll get to the lock it ins later. But keen to hear if someone's brave enough to make that prediction. But um, yeah, and, and yeah, another I, thing. Sorry, you go. I was going to say I completely not agree with you, Sean. Um, we've got to win that battle at the front. I think the Roosters um, historically are the worst attacking team in the second half. So it's going to be absolutely crucial that that first 20 minutes, it's always that first 20 minutes, it's football 101, mm. just getting into a rhythm, establishing everything, completing high, good contact, good line speed, good intent, um, and the rest you can build off the back of that, isn't it? It's just, the, you know, yeah. football 101 really, isn't it? And, and our kicks kick for the corners, kick over the sideline, even obviously not on the full. But kick over the sideline, kick for the corners, keeping away from Manu at the back and their wingers. And, mate, I think we'll go a long way to they win They don't lose game. too much by not having Teddy, do they? No, they don't. I was no. I was going to say that, having Manu at the back. Mm. You're, not, you're not missing a whole lot there, are you? No. Um, Cooper, our forwards just need to stand up because there is no doubt they will kick to Tuala all night. And I believe by doing that, metres will be hard to come by. Yeah, I'm... I don't doubt it at all. They're going to be pinpointing Tuala. He's going to be yeah. their point because is he matched up against Tupo or Tupo. would he be up against? Yeah. He would be. He so yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, smart. You're not going to have the the two the two big boys marking up against each other against um, against Young. But um, yeah, I suspect they'll be kicking a lot. As I said, hasn't played any first grade since round one. Um, so hopefully, hopefully he's not yeah. caught caught out. Our boy at the Tuala Express. Yeah. Um, well, look. Talking of players, let's uh, let's move along to to what we've identified as the key matchup. Two players that I think are going to be very influential in this game: Daniel Saifidi, the twenty-seven-year-old, one hundred and fifty-one game forward against the veteran, the thirty-four-year-old, two hundred and eighty-nine game Jared Wairia Hargreaves. Say what you want about JWH, but the guy is an absolute beast, and you'd yeah. love him at your club. Like seriously, especially he's you gotten know, better with age, mate. Like, yeah. oh, but mate, he's an absolute beast. You know, remember when he um last we played him? I think last year or the year before, and he was roughing up Ponga with a few like oh few yeah. rough shots. Yeah, that, that's yeah. a growing. Watch that's that a, again. That's a growing list. That one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I've um I've 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 got some stats that paint these two in a very similar light. They're they're. Almost spot on. Um, very, very, very close stat-wise. Hit-ups per game, DSAF 10.8. Uh, Warrior Hargraves, 12. Tackle breaks per game, DSAF 0.62 um, to 0.9. Average meters per game, DSAF's 143. Hargraves, 119. Post-contact meters per game, DSAF's 51.97. Hargraves is 40.44. Tackles per game, DSAF 25.7. Hargraves, 22.6. Tackle efficiency, DSAF, 92.8. Um, and where are you, Hargraves? Only 22. Uh, I, no, I've got the same stat there. That's 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 wrong. Jeez, I was going to say, I was gonna say 22% tackle efficiency. Yeah. Yeah. Mate, I've, I've, I've got a typo <laughs> there, but it was very similar to DSAF. So I think it was 91.7. That rings yeah, a bell. Okay. 
but it was it was it was very close tackle efficiency to DSAF. So going off mm. the stats, it sounds like DSAF's got him, but oh man, JWH just knows how to raise his team, like lift his team. So you know, mm. so gonna be a bloody good matchup, blokes. Good one. Yeah. I, so I hope um what do we what do we think after Dan's last performance or and Jacob? I'll throw Jacob in the mix. I think they're a little bit unlucky not to get the uh the, the look from Freddie. I don't know what Freddie's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think a lot of us that's do. Old. Yeah, that, that's a very loaded question. I'm sorry. Yeah, uh, I think Nico Hines <laughs> Nico Hines was joined the group chat. <laughs> yeah. Um Mate, I think most of New South Wales don't really know what Freddie's doing at the moment. No. Yeah. But yeah. Um, but yes, absolutely. This is gonna be a very, very crucial matchup. Hopefully, um, Hopefully we can rustle some feathers. You know, he's he's very easy to maybe Tyson Gamble just pisses off Jared Warrior Hargreaves to the point where he's just takes his mind out of the game. Mm, yeah, well, did you mm. see um Spencer Lynn, you make crazy eyes. My God. I'll tell you what, Gamble will be punching above his weight. He'll have balls of steel to be trying throwing punches at that bloke. <laughs> um, but yeah, but look, guys, let's move it along to our next segment, shall we? Our lock it in. All right, everybody, you know the deal. We want to hear your bold predictions. What is going to happen? Lockie Tipper, I've, I've <laughs> lock it in, mate, what you're going to say. Um, I can put the house on it. But no, seriously, let me know. Give me some predictions. Um, who's going to win? Scores? The works. I don't care what it is. Um, lay it on us. So, um, all right, boys, who's, uh, who's, who's first cab off the rank? Right now, I'll go first. It just seems to be a thing. I just always seem to go first. So I'll no kick sell, it off. No Selwyn Cobos, mate. No Selwyn Cobos this game. Yeah. So Dane Gagai, I think he was one of our best last week. I think he played really well. So I'm looking to him to carry on that form this week, especially like we talked about um, earlier. So Dane Gagai, anytime try scorer. I feel it may be a safe bet this game, but hey, never know. And the Knights 1 to 12. So I think we're going to win. Um, I don't think we're going to kick ass like let's be honest it was the last time we did kick ass so i didn't mm. have that confidence there but i think we're going to get the w on this one love your work pal all right sean you pessimistic bastard what have you got for us this week mate have you got us being thumped mate mate no i don't i don't and you blokes you blokes playing it safe all the bloody time <laughs> it's bold predictions and all you stick to is bloody anytime try scorers and first try scorers and, here and I, I still am, got them wrong. So what here are you I am about? going Kalen Ponger and DSAF combining hey, to run 400 mate. metres or more together. Mate, you're on... the Cooper Cronk of the, the show, mate. You're the one who does all this deep divey stuff. So <laughs> look, we've we've uh we've with Marzu not being there, I'm hoping DSAF steps up and he runs more than 200 metres, and we know Ponga can run more than 200 metres when he wants to. So I'm I'm locking it in that they're gonna combine for more than 400 run metres. And, mate, the Knights are going to flog them. They're going to fucking win by about 20, 13-plus. Knights are going to win this one. We're going to win it easy. You watch. We're going to beat them out front. I hope you're right. 400th win at home. Fairy tale, mate. You watch. It's going to happen. Nice. It's going to happen. I love it, mate. I love it. All right. Moving along, shall we? Let's, uh, Let's lay it on them. Here's what I've got, boys. Kalen Ponga and Bradman Best. We know what Kalen was like against the Broncos on that left edge. He looked lethal, absolutely lethal. So I'm expecting that to continue into this weekend's game. And again, 
The Knights have broken my heart numerous times, and I thought we're just going to put the absolute sword to team. So I'm going to go one to twelve. They are still a quality team. They are out of form, you know, but you don't win back-to-back premierships and all that sort of stuff without getting some things right. And eventually, they're going to turn it around. It might be this week. They, they they might start to find a bit of form. I don't think they're going to get the win, but um, surely their their fortunes are going to start turning sooner rather than later. So, yeah, I'm I'm suspecting our left edge to have quite a good day. Um, You're expecting a big game out of our centres by the looks of it. Bradman's just going to go, my boy Greg's not there. I'm going to hang on to this myself and just plough through them. So, um, yeah. The best. I like these. I hope each and every one of these get up. Now, let's have a look, shall we? What else have we got? Oh, this is a good one. Jeez, you're going to put your... Um, this is a big, big one. Jack Hetherington, first try. Yeah. He's got to run it more than three times, though. Well, I guess you only have to run it once to score a there's try. Gotta be, there's got to be some wager on that. There's got to be a lot of money there, right. surely. Remember this one, guys. Uh, what do we got here? Todd, thanks for joining us again. Todd, lock it in. Knights 13 plus and JWH to be sin binned. Oh, <laughs> I love that. I bet you it's, it'll be Tyson Gamble. If anyone's going to do it, it'll be Tyson Gamble. I bet you as long as, as long as he's not being sin binned for taking HIA. Palmer out of the game yeah. or something. That's, oh, yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah. I'll. We're ban- we should ban. <laughs> Who's from the man ever running on the field? Right? <laughs> That's where sure my mind went. And I'm like, just stop. Just, just stop. <laughs> Oh, the theme's continuing. My lock it in. Daniel Sifleti will floor JWH and make him his bitch. Love it. I love it. Mm. Love it. Oh, here we go. Cooper. I have Tuala to run 100, uh, sorry, 200 plus meters. I like the... Cooper. He's a good man. Tuala. He's on the Super express. express. Good on you, Cooper. Two four. They sticks there, right? Tim Willard, the very conservative. Yes, mate. One to 12. Love what you're thinking there, brother. Yeah. Uh, what have we got here from John? I lock it in. The Knights to win one to twelve and Dom a double against his future club. Oh, you just had to add that bit at the end, didn't you? Just oh, to... you started so good, John. You started so as, good. As soon as I read that, I'm like, shit, he is going there, isn't he? Fuck. Yeah, god yeah. damn it. Um Hello, Darkness, our yeah. old friend. <laughs> All right, Lockie Tipper. Lock it in any person named Jack to score four tries. Damn. Okay. So either Jack Hamilton or a combination, maybe. Um, yeah. Hey, you never know. Lockie Fitz may not be 100% yet. He may drop out of the side and could you do. may get could your do. wish there, Lockie. You never know. Yep. Could do, you mate. Never could know. do. Alex Next thing, Jennings. Lockie, Lockie's pulling a buddy, hitting in the knee like that buddy. What's the name? <laughs> Tonya Hardy. Oh, He's yeah. Hardy in Fox. Alex Jennings, Knights 13 plus. Dylan Lucas, two tries. Anari any time. I love this one. Great. Yeah, Wouldn't that yeah, be great, mate? Right. I That'd hope awesome. so, mate. Um, I'll give, I'll give, I'll give you fifty stuff. bucks if that one happens. Yeah. Lock that in. All right, there's your receipt, Alex. Take that one to the bank, brother. Uh, Joanne Miller, thanks for joining us again, Joanne. KP Dom Tuala, anytime. I'm assuming Knights win one to twelve. Love it, absolutely yep. love it. I'll take that anytime. Yep. Christopher Wilson, Pong and Tuala to score a try. Knights by thirteen plus. He's loving that left edge like me, boys. Mate, everyone's loving this the 13 plus. Everyone's getting on the express as well. Mate, he's, oh. he's a decent finisher. I'm going to blow your I'm going to blow your 13 plus out of the water with this one, boys. Nathan, 2003 Knights, 40 plus. Jace after score. Wow. Okay. wow. I think you may still think you're in 2003, but hey, man, I'm happy to Jeez. go for it. 
You could put a full. With that. You could put a full stop and put Trent Robertson to be immediately sacked. I think if that happened. But, um, <laughs> yeah, forty plus. Nice. How nice would it be? Imagine the Sunday show with all the nights, all the United community coming together to celebrate a forty-plus win mm. on the Sunday show. Here, here's be? one. For, here's one for you two lunatics. Phoenix to score four tries like his elite fellow hooker Kyle Flanagan and. Lucky I like one. the first part. <laughs> Here we go. Lock it in. Street talk to get the crowd pumped. We can only try, mate. We yeah. can only try. Come Absolutely. and help us. Get your mugs in front of it. Truly. Exactly. You'll love it. You'll be famous. What, what better platform to get your mug on than the night today? Um, love it, guys. Well, let's continue the theme of historically playing the Roosters with a brand new segment. We're debuting it. We're debuting the segment. A night to remember. How good, guys. All right, let's take a look historically at some of these games. Let's wind back the clock, shall we? All right, 2000 preliminary final. I think one of the worst losses in uh, Newcastle's history. Devastating, devastating. The, the one that got away, if there ever was. Um, let's paint a picture of the game. Uh, Mark Hughes is the first to score. Knights are up 16-2 at halftime. However, Brad Fittler to take an intercept in the 52nd minute with the Knights. Uh, sorry, yeah, Knights up half 62, sorry. And Brad Fittler intercept in the 52nd minute with the Knights. 16-14. Uh, Here we go. Is the infamous. God damn it. Doesn't that suck? Heartbreak. I still Heartbreak wake up right in there. cold sweats, but I was at this game. And I was talking to my older brother, and we're making plans. I've mentioned it so many times on the show before. Making plans to get tickets to the grand final. This broke our hearts. Yep. So many Knights fans' hearts, but there. It was uh, still wake up in cold sweats. Mm. Terrible. Well, the infamous Joey Johns. We've all seen this one. Poor old Joey. You just want to give him a big old hug, don't you? Yep. Old bastard. Look, even the chick uh, in the background looks like she's crying. I don't know if you can see her there. She's wiping a tear away. I, I'm right there with you, love. You're feeling it. The night's going down 26 to 20 with uh, Joey kicking fry from five. Very Joey only kicked uh, two from five. So oh, we two, talking, oh, sorry. I got my notes wrong. We were talking the other day, and, you know, there's all this talk about, um, you know, we need to find a new goal kicker. Our goal kicking's letting us down and blah, blah, blah. That even shows that the fucking greatest of all time at rugby league can have a bad day. Mm. And uh, Fitzgibbon kicked five from five that game. Joey kicked two from five. Would have been a draw if Joey had uh, kicked five from five. Didn't eat his Wheaties that day. No. So even the best can have an off day. Yeah. And a lot of people, a lot of players from this era have gone on record to say the 2000 side was even better then the next team we're going to talk about, guys. Let's fast forward, shall we? To better times. 2001 qualifying final at Marathon Stadium. Look at that for a team. Hmm. My God. Yeah. Jeez. Um, better than that. Wasn't that a golden era? Uh, the Roosters, however, were the first to score with Anthony Minicello. God, he, geez, this must be his first year, wouldn't it? Mini? Would have been close, surely. God damn, yeah. Um, Knights would be up. 18-6 at halftime, and the points would continue beating them 40-6. to six. Smash them. An absolute revenge matchup. Good time. There you go. Fast forward the next week, and there we are. 
Oh, yeah. man. Taking on, like the people don't realise this, another little bit of pub trivia for you. The 2001 Parramatta Eels statistically to this very day are the greatest rugby league team to ever play. To ever play. Look it up. All right? So if you want to talk about uh, underdogs, that is the Knights going up against the best. They were absolutely red hot. And do you know, you know how they say um, no team has been pumped uh, 50 points and won a premiership? We were beaten by 49 points this year. And I think about eight weeks before this game, they put, I think, about... Yeah, it was 40, 40 or 6, I believe. Something like that. So Paramount has smashed us. Yep. Yeah. Over 20 years ago now. How, how much of a spin-out is that? Over mm. 20 years ago, last time we tasted glory. Yeah. We're, we're overdue. We're overdue. Feels like but, it. Well, let's, let's look a little bit of glory, shall we? Fast forward. 2019, McDonald Jones Stadium. The Knights taking on what would be uh, the Premiers that year. Uh, Knights the first to score with Heimel Hunt after DSAF completely and utterly annihilating Luke Keary. Um, yeah. Keary has absolutely no recollection of this game whatsoever. Has absolutely Should no laugh, way. but still. Laugh. Um, and he, this is the image. This this one is one that will live in our minds forever. Yeah. That was my bloody screensaver for a few for about a month after this game. Also, that was just that's why I've decided hits. to wear this jersey this week. I'm I'm feeling I'm feeling it. A replay of this game. It's gonna happen. Oh man, I hope so. That just that moment there at the time against his old club, it just you know, concreted the fact that he was a knight. Yeah, you know, it just I love that moment. That was that'll go down in night's history as far as I'm concerned, you know. Yeah, Certainly, yeah, wasn't this one we we're on a real heater? I think we we're all going in by six, and I know for a fact this was the highest point score, like the worst loss this Roosters outfit had seen for a long time, was due to the Knights. So the Knights would end up twenty-two-six at halftime. David Clemmer standing ovation after being sin binned in the seventy-ninth minute. The big dog. Yep, there's me in my in that red circle there, loving oh, it, loving life. Yeah, there you go, loving life. Back, and back when so- you used to love David Clemmer. Yeah. yeah, mate, he he absolutely loved this standing ovation. Getting a standing yeah, ovation great. for being sin binned, he thought it was fantastic. It was mm. that, that it atmosphere made, made you fall in love with with Clemmer. This did oh, it was great. That atmosphere at that game, but like I'm not like I've been to lots of nights games over the years, but that would be right at the top. That atmosphere, that vibe in the crowd, the kiss on the jersey, the send off here. The, the, just the score in general, it was magical. It was absolute magical. Mm. Yeah. And yeah, as I said, I do, I'm pretty sure this is one, what were we like five or six wins? We went on a real good streak there with Brownie. Yeah. This game put us into the top four. Did it really? Yeah. Jesus. Wow. Yep. So round the last time we were there too, right? Round round 19. Um, that's what it was, wasn't it? Round 19. I think we said uh, so we ended up we ended up finishing seventh that year. Round eleven. Round round, round, round eleven, two thousand and nineteen. We're sitting in fourth. Yeah, not, we not dropped. Bad. We ended up at seventh, but um, went out yeah, in the first you, round. Didn't you we? got to remember how good. Like the Roosters, still a good team. This is they've won the first premiership. They're, this is their this is their second premiership year. Yep. Um, they yeah. obviously uh, go on to this. Well, um, did they did they I arguably win that or again. did they lose that? I know you're at that game, Link. You know your brother um, is a huge Raiders fan. Funny, like, funny story for the listeners. That? Yeah, my brother is an absolute maniac Raider supporter. We drive down to the game. Um, I'm sinking piss all day, and they get defeated controversially. Make of it what you will, mate. 
we were meant to stay at Sydney the night. He just goes, nah, fuck Sydney. I want out of here. I'm like, you're kidding me. He's like, get in the car. We're going. After a full day of drinking piss on the – like, he doesn't drink. Mind you, he wasn't drinking. He's a health freak. Um, yep. So in the car we went, and I think we spoke about 12 words. I think we stopped at a couple of servos, and I asked him if he wanted a drink, and he gave me a single-word answer, and that was it. And uh, we had some mates that flew home the next day, and they couldn't believe we beat them, and we drove. So there you go. You um, cut the tension with a knife in that car, right? Oh, <laughs> road trip home. Yeah, mate. It was. Um... Yeah. It would be hard, man. Losing a grand final, but like us Knights fans are lucky. You know, we're hundred percent on grand finals, so it would be must be hard losing that losing that big one, getting there. I, and saw, I saw someone post here that uh, what did we? What did I see here? Both their grand finals, we've won by six points. It was six point margin, both grand finals. There you go. What's that? Not a little bit. Not a bit. Of... I was not aware of that. There you go. A little bit of funny trivia. There you go. Um, well, yeah, boys. Let's move along. So one of our favorite segments, one of the best times of the night, a little bit of Q&A, shall we? All right, guys, you know the deal. Hit us up, all your questions. The meaning of life, all the good stuff, whatever it may be. Hopefully, it's nights related. Um, all right, here we go. Let's let's get this one. I like this one. Todd, yeah. did you guys see Matty John say he expect Brooks to Newcastle next year? Did also say he has zero inside info, just his personal opinion. I did see that video. I got tagged numerous times in that one. It's hard to disagree. You know, we did let Mitchell Pierce walk um, on the back of thinking. You know, we pretty much had. Brooks, I think everyone at the time was pretty much thinking, yep, yeah, it's a done deal. Um, Tim Sheens wasn't at the club at the time. Obviously, he's arrived and put a, put a stop to that. Um, but, yeah, he was all money to come. Wanted to, you know, be released. He just – he felt like a uh, – I just had pictures of him being held hostage, the poor bastard. Um, but, yeah, what do we think, boys? What do we think about potentially getting um, Brooks across into the seven – uh, again, um, Hastings at six, KP, uh, don't know about Braley yet, that's an open one, but let's just look at the halves. Do we like the halves pairing potentially being reuniting Brooks and Hastings? I do, because I, I think, um, I think Brooks was, uh, Hastings, sorry, was playing well next to Brooks. I think those two kind of played off each other quite well. I, I'd, I'd be happy for, for those guys to be our, our halves pairing and then gamble at 14. Look, I'm a I'm a Phoenix fan, but unfortunately that leaves Phoenix and Man out of the side. But mate, I'd I'd, I'd love Gamble at fourteen, um, yeah, Brooks and Brooks and Hastings at six and seven, and Ponger at the back. Brooks has yeah. been playing well um lately, especially like I know a lot of people remember the last couple of seasons, then earlier this season when you know no one would throw anyone anything at him, but um. Yeah, he's been playing well, and like he's he's torn us apart a few times in past games when we've played him. You know, a couple come to mind. You know, straight away, I think Mitchell Pierce three hundred was against them, wasn't it? And he tore us a new asshole on that one from memory. Yeah, but um, yeah, so he's he's a good player when he turns it on. So if he comes to a different system, you know, come, <laughs> guaranteed we haven't got the best system in the world. But if he comes to a different system and he shines, um, yeah, I'm all for it, man. Well, here we go, Lucky Drummond. What do we think of this one, boys? Brook six, Hastings seven, Will Price thirteen, Gamble fourteen. I haven't seen enough of Will Price, to be honest. I, I, 
Someone did tell me. I think he's. I think he got a suspension or he's injured. I can't remember. Recently, yeah, so way, just got injured for eight weeks, or was yeah, that was it him? Was it? Oh, there you go. That's yeah, I'm pretty sure yeah, I, was. I can't remember. Yeah, yeah. Um, Adrian, with Phoenix Crossland doing great playing number nine and Jaden Braley's injury history, should we release Brails from his contract? Now, it's interesting that you mentioned Brails. There was a report that came out that the uh, Knights are looking at sending him away to uh, a, a rehabilitation guru. To try yep. and try and you know it's it's becoming a growing problem the these knees of Jane Braley to try and do is it the same facility that Turbo went to is that right Yep, it is well there yep. you go yeah um, they went to the same same guys I think his last name's Knowles in that's in it. Philadelphia that's it yeah. that's it um, be very interesting if 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 um, Turbo can turn around his fortunes um, yeah and you know I keep likening it to. Um, James Tedesco, like the guy had, I think, four major knee recons or ACLs or something very early in his career. And you look at him now and you would never suspect it. So do you think Brayley, like, don't get me wrong, I really like the bloke. I think, you know, you probably wouldn't never meet a nicer bloke in the team. But do you think he's worth taking the risk on keeping him around with the history that he's had? Like, does he add enough to the team to warrant taking that risk? Well, I think we've signed him till 2025. Yeah, we have. We've got him on a big contract. To me, this kind of feels like a last ditch. Like, mm. send him oh, over there. Send him over there. See if it does him any well. If he gets through next year, then that's fantastic. If he can't get through next season, I feel like that's his last for the Knights. People might know my opinions on I'd probably be moving him on now. I wouldn't be worrying about spending money sending him to Philadelphia. But, yeah, I, I feel like this is a last ditch. They'll see how he goes next year. If he gets through next year, then they'll continue on. But if not, I can feel that contract breaking for sure. Mm. Um, Nathan, 2003. Not a question, but I have a prediction that Kurt Mann and Jack Hetherington won't be nice players beyond this year. Um, I kind of agree with you on the Kurt Man one. I think we've spoken that a few times. Not really seeing, and it's. I'm not saying Kurt Man's not a first grader. I'm not. I'm oh, not he'll, get, he'll get picked up by another club, easy. Yeah, yeah. I'm not saying that. I just I'm looking at the roster and where we're going, what's coming through. I don't. I just don't see a spot for him moving forward. Um, mm. Maybe Jack, there's a trade option there with someone as well, possibly, potentially. Um, Jack Hetherington, though, just came to the club. I don't think he'd be on big dollars, so. Maybe a fringy, maybe maybe if one of these younger guys comes through, or I, I don't know. If, hopefully, we're looking at a you know at a another premier front row would be nice. Um, you and know, if you've got Phoenix locked down for another year, I'm pretty sure we've signed him for. We signed him last season for this yeah, season yeah. and next. Yeah, um, and you would think because Phoenix having that starting hooker role now that he's probably seen as you know a step above Kurt Mann in the current team. So that doesn't play well for man, and either does his contract expiring at the end of the year. So, yeah, I've I've been saying it for a little while now that I can't see Kurt Mann being re-signed by the club. Best thing for Kurt Mann, in my opinion, would be go to another club where he has a position and he's not used as that utility. Like sometimes that is, that's like his own worst enemy. Yeah, like mm. you know, so maybe head back, great. maybe head back to the back to the Dragons, especially if they lose like a Ben Hunt. Yeah, and give him that week in, week out position, and I think he'll thrive. So I yeah. think the best we ever saw of man was that twenty nineteen that the one we looked at was that when he played five eight. Would he been five eight, or was that Watson? 
Anyways, uh, what, what, he didn't even play the whole season. 18, yeah. so yeah, it probably was. He didn't yeah. even play the whole season, but he did play a fair few games there. Yeah, yeah. if my memory serves me right, I mean, that's the best I remember Kurt Mann playing week. It, like, he had to, did that like, Sean Rudder role. He just did the um, simple things right, and it worked. And yeah. Um, what do we got here, guys? Uh, John McGrath. Good question here, boys. I saw on a Bulldogs page that Tyson Brazil is the front runner to go there. Do you know much about this? I saw that as well. Um, I've got a gut feeling he'll stay. I have a gut feeling he'll stay. Like, if once again, if you read between the lines, like that's the front runner to go there. You know, between their list of players that are looking to go to the Bulldogs, it doesn't necessarily mean front runner is in. That's where he's going to end up from the Knights. So I don't know. I'm I'm fairly confident he's not going to go anywhere at the end of this year. Yeah. I don't know the bloke, obviously, but I get the vibe that he would choose quality of life and family positioning and things that over money if there's not a huge difference in the money. So I think, yeah, I'm pretty confident he'll stay. Probably playing the best football of his career too. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, he's so, yeah. Ho- so as long as the Knights look after him, I can't see him going anywhere. Yeah, yeah. I might very much agree. Um here we go. Lachlan. Uh, Tyson has come out and said as much that he wants to stay here and will put together a deal. Just bought a house here and his family has settled here. So, yeah. Yep. Hopefully that's the case, mate. Um, mm. Here we go. Another one from Lockie. Like we said, we know how that ended up with Clemmer, though. Mm. Yeah. Uh, I, predict, I predict Adam Elliott won't be here for next year. Would like to see him shot to the Roosters for a young gun lock like Siu Wong. Everyone wins. Has he made his debut yet? Have you seen this bloke? He's a fucking big boy. Got a lot of no, lot of wraps around. I have. I'm not sure um, if he's played first grade enough. If it is, it, it hasn't been many. Um, but yeah, it's got big wraps on him. So yeah, it's it, it's again very very strange one, isn't it? The um, I wouldn't Boyle. be surprised. But though, I wouldn't be surprised if that happened. Yeah, Lachlan, if that if you were correct with that and he did leave. To head down that way, head to another Sydney club at least that were down that way a bit closer. I would not be surprised. Mm. Which is a huge turnaround, like huge turnaround compared to everything we were hearing like at the start of the season. But yeah, we know how that worked out. Well, there you go. Not hasn't debuted yet, but yeah, he's crushing it. So yeah, I, I, I didn't. Like, he's I've seen him mentioned quite a bit. So he's got a uh, good props on him. Another one too will be um, Tupanua. I like. I really like Tupanua too. Um, Cooper, thanks for the co- comment. Cooper, when do you boys see Miller sliding back into first grade? That's if you do see him come back. So, um, I thought Sean think? was under it early. I thought Sean was under it early, mate. I would have yeah, loved to I see him liked, given a crack on the wing this week. I would have liked to see him get a crack on the wing this week, but yeah, because I don't know when. When does he get a shot? Does he get a shot if Kurt Mann gets injured? Like, because he's not going to get picked up Marzu when Marzu comes back in. So that's not happening. So I want to know if AOB knows because. I got this feeling that AOB doesn't know. It's just right. weird that he had him at 14 for that one game. And didn't Did play he, him. It was Kurt Mann injured. I think he might have been. Yeah, he was still yeah. injured. Yeah. So maybe maybe that was – he was never going to get that spot. It was just purely that man would – you know, it was weak out from coming back. Maybe we're looking at it and going, well, if Kurt Mann was fit the whole time, we might be talking about him never being selected mm. since, since KP's been moved. So – um. Yeah, yeah, and the whole talk about, you know, KP, you know, sat, coming out and saying that he never felt comfortable as a half and everything that has been said about, you know, that, that trial again, that it's it doesn't look like it's going to go back to happening. So the only thing you know, that would be going to see Miller at one again. 
if Gamble had a couple of games like he did have, like, you know, let's be honest, he didn't have his best outing against the Broncos. Maybe if you see one or two of those games, you know, he's not at his tippy top. And if um, someone commented earlier, he's playing 5 8 in New South Wales Cup. Maybe that's his shot. Maybe maybe they, yeah, they right. rejig the spine again um, as much as I dislike it. I think it'll be think... later in the season if that happens, though. I couldn't see us risking our season on it, but depending on how bad I, I hope game, we we'll don't. I think we really need to just settle this spine, win, yeah. loss, or draw, and start to build combinations because clearly execution is, is our blight at the moment. We're giving ourselves opportunities. We're just not icing them. Um, and when your spine's clicking and combinations are firing, that's when the points start. But to have the guy on the bench and not use him is a crime. So it's like out of the old Nico Hines New South Wales handbook, it's just not. I was just about to say, yeah, the old, old Nico Hines curse. But with that said, poor old Nico Hines sat on the bench for their uh, 2020 grand final, never got used, didn't play a single minute. So maybe Freddie's just thinking this bloke can just sit on the on the on the pine and we'll we'll win the game because he's just a good luck charm on the bench, but. Who knows? Some worries if he's uh yeah, some worries if he's that's what he's thinking. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um moving right along. Uh what do we got here? Christopher, I'll let you touch on this one, Sean. Can Joey start helping with our goal kicking? He was doing a bit of um helping with the goal kicking. There's been rumors floating around that um was it was it last year or the year before when the Knights announced that Joey was coming on as a an assistant coach. And then a month or so after that, him and AOB had a bit of a blow-up. And then they kind of, you know, made their peace and Joey started heading back to training again. But there's been rumours again that that's once again broken up. So Really? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's rumours I'm hearing. So... I don't know. I don't know how much Joey is actually there these days. If he's if he's there much at all, um, but yeah, he he would he would have he would have done he would have helped them at some stage, surely. Mm. Well, touching touching more on Joey, here's a good one. Um, is Joey actually the halves coach? Because when KP was at six on Freddie and the Eighth, the Channel Nine show, he said he wants him at fullback. Yeah, uh, if this is the halves coach, shouldn't he make the call? Mate, there's mm. probably no better person on the planet. Yeah, uh, equal to akin to his brother. Matty's quite good at this too, being a halves coach. Um, to comment on the matter, yeah. If if Joey's insisting on something, anything to do with the halves, you, you surely you've got to be listening. It, it'd be there won't be wouldn't be too many people on the planet who could um could overrule Joey or 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 uh, disagree. Yeah, with that really. Mate, if yeah. Michael Jordan shows you how to play basketball, you're bloody listening, and that's the equivalent. Um, I just, I just want to address. Lockie's just said Beric Barnes has been helping with the goalkeeping too. He actually went back to the Waratahs a couple of months ago, so he's he left. Uh, oh, that's right. I remember that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Beric's Beric's gone. Beric's bolted. Bolted. Uh, bolted. Done the Harold Holt. What a name, Beric. Never met a Beric. <laughs> you reckon it was meant to be Derek, and it was a typo. I don't know. Possibly. Beric. Were you talking Possibly. to me, Barrick? No, my son's name's also Barrick. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a good one. Um, thanks, Grant Morton. Sorry if I botched your name, pal. Are there yeah. any big yeah, names? From Berlin, oh. isn't it? Berlin? Belgium. Oh, it's, it's I always Berlin. get them mixed up. Yeah. The big Berlin connection. Guten Tag. Yeah. Um, are there any big props due to hit the open market? Need some more oomph. I actually haven't looked. Comment away if you guys know. Um, Premier forwards. 
there's there's not any like huge names forwards on the on the market. Um, Old Sorensen got re-signed. He would have yeah, been he like... he. He's he's been picked up again, so I know we were sniffing around him, but uh um, yeah. he's gone. Everyone's holding on to him. Well, speaking of which too, of, of options that are gone, uh Shane Flanagan, eh? I know it's everyone in it is always I'm surprised no Adam O'Brien chat at the moment, but um yeah. Shane Flanagan off the table now, boys. So mm. Yep. I was a little upset when I saw that, but I don't think that was ever gonna happen anyway. Nah, probably not. Um, I like goes. him on commentary. Eh? He has a good job. Maybe he does, that, obviously. Christopher Wilson, thank you very much for this awesome question, Christopher. Is Leo Thompson our most improved player? I like this. Comment away. Absolutely. Yeah. Comment away who you believe is our most improved player for 2023. It's going to be hard to argue, mate. tackles at the moment. The big um, dog. Phoenix is first. Leo is second. And Fitzy is third. Um, so yeah, I, I think low key is he flies under the radar, just does those little things right. Yeah, yeah, gets the job done. Yeah, yeah. especially now he's been promoted to the um, starting spot, so that's obviously yeah. big, big props for the young guy. We do know prop forwards generally don't hit their prime until what? How old? How old would he be? Would it be like twenty? Uh, yeah, yeah, be early twenties, I reckon. Yeah, Thompson. Like yeah, that. I think he's. I think he's about twenty-two. Yeah, he twin, yeah. and he's, his twin brother plays. I think he plays for the Auckland Blues. In the yeah, let's Auckland get him over here. Let's see what let's see what he's up to. Get him over here. Yeah, yeah. double trouble. Imagine that. Two, two, um, two, two sets of twins. twins. Yeah, how good's that? That'd have to be a first, right? Adrian probably knows. Where no, Adrian's Tarek Sim, more. the Sims brothers, and the Safidis play together. Of yeah, course, true, true. There you go. Wouldn't even be know, in, our own, in our own backyard. I don't know how I remember that, but that Adrian, one, you're not needed. We got Lincoln. <laughs> I remember there was a game we played against someone. It was the first game. I think there was three sets of brothers. There must have been another brothers on the other team. Um, right. Yeah. Can't remember when that was. Someone will know. Adrian will no doubt remember. Oh, and the Mata- That's right. I think it was, maybe it was us. Maybe it was the Mataudias. Maybe yeah. you had the two Mataudias, the two Sims, and the two Safidis. Maybe oh, that's what three. It was. Have you heard the rumblings about um, Sioni? Or we we interviewed him a little while back, Sean, and he always said yeah. even before he won, you know, all the premierships over over in the Super League I that he wanted he to played, come back. Played about three games. For them at that stage, yeah, and he's so always he said he wanted, wanted to come, come back. back. One of the Andy's, you know, crew in Newcastle, and it's it's come up again. So, mate, he was sensational in that World Club Challenge. Um, mm. Saint Helens up. It's the best thing. It's Evans. the best thing for his career, mate. I reckon. Now looking back on it, that was definitely the right decision going over there. Oh, because you know yeah. we talk about Kalen Ponger and HIAs. I think a lot of people forget how many poor old oh, Sioni was copping yeah, yeah. in. He was getting absolutely smashed. Um, yeah. and I, I can't remember if they were. They're probably they've obviously clamped down it even more. So it'd probably even be more of an issue now because we didn't have the eleven day stand down in that at that point in time. But um, I don't know. I, I think he'd be a good, even if he's not necessarily a player that you're playing in first grade. I, I, very much akin to say Josh Reynolds of the Bulldogs, just mm. that guy you want around. He obviously bleeds for the club. Um, yeah. Yeah. I've, I've met him a few times. Fucking oh mate! Another Anybody that's like, met him, one of the nicest players. We interviewed him yeah. for what half an hour or something. Didn't know him yeah, about, personally. About by 40, the end, of, minutes. Yeah, by the end of that 40, 50 minutes, it's like we're buddy old mates. Like yeah, just, it was, yeah, it was fantastic. Yeah, I, um, I want someone to correct me if I'm wrong or if you've heard differently. But as far as I'm aware, we only have one roster spot for next year. As far as I'm aware, we've already got twenty nine out of thirty. And we only have yeah, one spot I, next I, year. I think you're right. So whoever we're looking, whoever we're looking at, 
has to be the one unless like we you know but yeah I don't, it makes things tough because if, if you can only bring in one player that one player has got to be the best damn fit for your team doesn't it yeah alex has said here sorry uh there you go. Oh, yeah. yeah both of them yeah yes yeah, one one roster thing. spot left so for next year sorry not 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 this year yeah even next season mm. yeah yeah, well, getting getting back as we sort of we digressed a little bit. Our most improved player, do we think it is? Um, I I said yeah. I, think I reckon I'm going to go. I'm going to say Bradman best. I oh yeah, Bradman, yep. yeah, Bradman Bradman as well. Yep. Out fucking standing. We all knew what he was capable of. He had a very interrupted. Um, Speed the strings and games together. He did. Um, he's looking fit. He looks a little yep. bit leaner, smaller. Leaner. Um, but even for himself, another to... one you could throw in the hat. Like how good, like we were saying earlier, how good he's playing. He's playing career best form. Yeah. So there's, mm. yeah. You yeah. Had that, you had that theory last year that he was carrying too much weight. Remember, yeah, you, there's, you were saying there's a lot. He it's just, too much weight for his ankles, and it was a um, very good. Um, uh, the the bloke podcast with Den and Kemp. Now Den and Kemp said when he was at the Broncos, he used to always be a lighter lighter winger. Um, you know, let's say around the the high eighty kilo mark. Um, and then he was told in an off season, we need you to bulk up, you know? So the bloke said, I never have never had any soft tissue injuries. I was very fortunate. I, I was, wasn't really in, didn't carry many injuries. And then he said, I started bulking up this preseason and then all these niggles started coming. And he, I found it very telling that he thought, I just personally feel, you know, as a past athlete that, yeah, I think some guys just carry naturally too much. I think some mm -hmm. guys, you know, you, I'll use like Matty Bowen as an example. If you go put a massive bulk on Matty Bowen, you lose everything that he was or a Preston Campbell. You know what I mean? It's just not the same. Um, so, yeah, I, I think so. Like, I can't see it being a um, – what, what do you have? Like a syndesmosis. One was a really unlucky elbow injury. Um, but, yeah. But, um, Alex, I like this one. Phoenix, most improved. Yeah. Yeah. Some people might completely disagree. We've had a few of those in here. But um, – Certainly, mate. I've been very, very happy with um, Phoenix's performances. Bess is up there. Loving Gamble. Marzu was manned up. Yeah. Yeah, it's nice to see. Um, you haven't really had anyone that's died. Like, let's go the opposite way then. Who do we think is digressed? Who do you think's maybe taking a step back? Who? Someone we've thought we wanted a little bit more from them. Um you know, someone from last year, like there hasn't really been anyone off top of the yeah. head. Yeah, top top of my head, someone which is a good thing because we're we're projecting painting. upwards, so that's a good thing. Yeah, yeah the only one, the only one that comes to mind, you know, and I'm going to use like they're not obviously at where they were when they got picked for Origin. The Safiti boys, I'm not saying they're playing bad. I'm not saying yeah, that they're playing better than they did last year. Remember some of the form last they year? Are. Was, they yeah. have, um, but yeah, there's more levels to them. I think they're getting back to that because you know they did um, both of them. Uh, completely ruled themselves out of the World Cup, going, no, nah, we want to get fit. I think um, they put their hand up and said, yeah, we probably went into last season a bit, bit underdone, um, and clearly it showed, so good on him for that. So, um, yeah, I, I'm not saying he's playing bad at all. I'm not saying that. I just – I think there's there's more levels to, to the Safiti boys, and I'm hoping we uh, hoping we see it because, um, mate, they're quality players. And as I said, um, I was speaking to – uh, Daniel Safiti Senior, mate. They've never let Freddie down on the on the highest stage, mate. Those boys just always fucking aim up, which is uh, good to see. So, um, boys, yeah. I think that's going to wrap up our show. That was a fucking phenomenal show. Thank you, everyone. Seriously, what a fucking 
good, yeah, good, good show. So, um, yeah, great show. Well, let's touch on it again. You two boys are going to be doing street talk. Yes, so please yep. get along so we'll to be, the game. Yep, we'll be. I am working on getting down there, guys. Trust me. All right, I'm gonna. If I got fucking mobbed at Brisbane, mate, I had a bloke down here, my little local shop, <laughs> scream out across the shops. I couldn't believe it. So, um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Get the security detail. I'm going to come down to Newcastle. So um, watch out, Newcastle. Yeah, link um, security didn't let the bloke get anywhere near him. So don't worry, guys. It was safe. Yeah. It was all good. If there's any good security companies, you know, uh, comment below. Um, but anyways, no, seriously, get along to the street talk, guys. Get your mug in front of the camera. We want to see you guys answering some questions. These boys would love to meet you. So get yeah, along. Say good day. Yeah. Come yep. along. Say hello. Um, Late yeah. night show on, on Thursday night as well. We've got another another great episode of thursday nights for anyone who hasn't tuned in if you've been living under a rock it's a very stripped back laid back show yeah um, us boys just drinking beers talking shit about the nights and rugby league in general the funniest side of yep all pretty much all the topics we talk about are all being suggested by you guys from previous shows um this week we'll be discussing you know our, our best and worst nights coaches and what coaches we would have liked to see in the club back in the day and what coaches we'll, we'll get now. We'll be talking about rugby league mascot, mascots, post-try celebrations. Rugby league video games was another one we had suggested. So Yeah, just fun, just, laid just back. Have it, Pat. Yeah, a bit just of nostalgia. A bit of nostalgia. Yeah. Yeah, and it's yeah. at 9, 9 p.m. So it's a little bit later than these ones, hence the name late nights. So yep. 9 p.m. Those Put the kids so, to bed, crack open a beer, come join us and talk come shit. Come sit with and us. have a beer with us. That's exactly. right. Yeah, yeah. None of the yep. super serious stuff. But um, no, nah, seriously, guys, big thank you to you guys. Huge shout out to our major sponsor for the Tuesday show, the Grain Store, guys. Have it on very, very good authority. And I'm sure many of you followers would agree. Very good beer and very good yep. chicken wings. So yeah. please, guys, support the sponsors that support the show. Without them, you can't stare at our handsome faces and listen to our beautiful voices. So huge shout out to the grain store guys. Um, Sean Storky, pleasure as always, boys. Tell Thanks, mate. Definitely, mate. Loved it. And thank you, everyone, for, for tuning in. We will see you uh, Thursday night at 9 p.m., like Storky was saying, for late nights. Don't just have a good night. Have a Newcastle night. Brothers in arms, we're more than a team. And the heart of a city. We wear on our sleeves for the red and the blue Till the end we will fight Singing long live the Newcastle Knights Long live the Newcastle Knights Long live the Newcastle Knights For the red and the blue Till the end we will fight Singing long live the Newcastle Knights